Aloha and welcome to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. I'm Bruce Fisher, also known as Aloha Bruce. Got a great podcast for you for this June 5th, 2022. Our topic today is will you be welcome here in Hawaii on your Hawaii vacation. We're going to talk about that today. Kind of a heavy topic as we get through the big show. This is a different kind of podcast. It's a podcast that is not hosted by a wannabe social media influencer or somebody who knows nothing about booking a Hawaii vacation. We are your hosts. We're the owners of Hawaii Aloha Travel, and we're in Hawaii. We're Hawaii's experts, and you can catch us on the web at hawaii-aloha.com. Or just give us a call at 1-800-843-8771. Chances are, as you're listening to this podcast, as soon as you're done with it, you can just give us a call. An agent is here standing by, an advisor trained in Hawaii only. All of our agents are born or raised here or lived here most of their lives. And we're going to help you cut to the chase and get this Hawaii vacation booked. It is challenging right now. And that's one of the reasons why I'm going to be talking about this subject today, this heavy topic about whether or not you're welcome here in Hawaii for your Hawaii vacation. Uh, We're sans uh, Yaoling again. She has been very busy when I go to do the podcast, so I am here alone. And gosh, I've been gone for a couple of weeks. Uh, Thanks for a couple of emails. A few of you (laughs) realized it. Very few people even knew that I was gone, but I am happy to be back. I was in California and had a terrific time just uh, visiting friends and family. I also attended an opening. My good friend Brent Uh, opened a wonderful restaurant in San Clemente, California. So if you are in that area, you want to check out Riviera. This is an amazing restaurant. I'd review it, but it has nothing to do with Hawaii, (laughs) except that it has a strong Hawaii connection from a guy who loves Hawaii. So check it out, Riviera in San Clemente. There's something for everybody there. You can get vegetarian and also... If you, you know, you're a meat eater, you can get meat. So it's, it's just a really nice balanced menu there. So check it out. I'm not going to do a restaurant review because I really haven't really gone to too many restaurants. And I don't think I'm doing a very good job of it. I'm not a foodie. So I'm, I'm, I'm like thinking I'm not going to do restaurant reviews anymore. If something comes along that I really enjoy, I'm going to, of course, share it with you. All right, let's get to it here. Uh, let's get into some news, a little bit of news. This is something that I think is really interesting. Do you remember the Concorde? You know, the supersonic airplane. Did we have a lot of high hopes for that? Do you realize it's been like since 1987 since that thing has flown in? I don't know why it's kind of fallen off uh, favor with the airlines. I guess it has something to do with fuel and so forth. But they're talking about bringing back the supersonic Concorde. And they're talking about, of course, that coming to Hawaii. Now, wouldn't that be amazing? I guess United Airlines is partnering with this uh, company called Boom. And they're really tooling up, and they're very serious about it, about bringing the Concorde back. It only took two hours to get from San Francisco to Hawaii. And they did several flights back in the day. I think they did, like, some test flights, and they actually flew here. And I think they did a couple around-the-world flights, and they're talking about bringing it back. Wouldn't that be cool? And I guess from the East Coast, what it, would, it would probably cut it at least in half. You'd, it'd probably take, like, three or four hours to get to Hawaii from the East Coast. Wouldn't that be amazing? And, you know, I remember when I, when I read about this or th- heard about it back in the day, you could actually see the curvature of the Earth when you went up because you, you almost like went into space. So that would be very, very cool if they did something like that. Uh, so, uh, you know, this kind of ties into our topic today. You know, a lot of people have been asking, we've been dealing with us a lot here at Hawaii Aloha Travel, and that is the pricing 
the pricing is so expensive. Uh, it's, I'm starting to see clients getting priced out of the market, especially repeat visitors. In fact, we, we have a little bit of a concern about people who are repeat visitors coming back because of this and because of this idea that I want to kind of give you my opinion because it's going to be my opinion about whether or not you're going to be welcome here in the islands. But do you know that visitors paid an average of $371 a night for Hawaii hotel rooms? That's the highest I've ever seen. That's an average hotel room. Now, I do know uh, that, that you can get lower prices and we get lower prices. That's just the average night. And I think that average is kind of high because some of the high end hotels, especially the real expensive hotels, they're even more money. So I think that's driving up the average because we see here that we can get you a pretty nice hotel room here in the $200 range. Assuming there's availability, which is, you know, a big problem now. So if you haven't booked your Hawaii vacation for this year, you better start. I mean, I'm booking August, September now. Uh, December looks hopeless, really, for, for most people. Uh, and any of, the, any of the holidays look pretty hopeless for people. So I hate to be a Debbie Downer, but if you're really serious about booking a Hawaii vacation, just call me, like, now. Just stop listening. <laughs> Pick up the phone and call me. So I can help you do something without it, uh, without having to cause you to mortgage your house or something. Now, despite this boom, there is, um, you know, a lot. I don't know if you are used to amenities when you go to a hotel, but I think a lot of people are. And we asked our listeners and our Facebook friends whether or not it was okay with them if there was no housekeeping. Now, I think a lot of people have gotten used to not having housekeeping just since the pandemic, right? Because you didn't have it. Or as the pandemic kind of rolled back, you'd have to call for housekeeping. You'd have to say, oh, I'm going to do housekeeping. And then they would come and do the room. Well, it's becoming a real problem. And it is a problem here in Hawaii because they can't find workers to do it. And a lot of the hotels are now just considering ditching completely housekeeping which I think is unfortunate and just amenities in the hotel. Now, I just, I just had an experience going to California and I stayed at the Laguna Cliffs in, um, in the Laguna area. And I have to say that the service there was just incredible from housekeeping to everything that you would expect in a hotel, there was something there. I think the hotels are kind of getting stingy about what they put in the room. I mean, the hotel amenities are just next to nothing. And I don't know, I'd like to see that back, wouldn't you? And I'd like to know more. Now, from our listeners, our Facebook, and if you haven't had a chance, get over to our Hawaii Travel Support Group. This is a place where a lot of our uh, friends and family, uh, a lot of our uh, fans and so forth, go there. And we have, I think, like 8,000 people that respond and talk there about traveling to Hawaii. So it's a great place to ask questions and get feedback. But one of the things that came up was this whole idea of whether or not you should, get, you, you know, you, you need housekeeping. And it, across the board, it was about 50-50, but I was surprised how many people didn't care about having housekeeping anymore. It's kind of interesting. I know I like to have it. If I'm going to be going to a hotel, I usually ask for it. But I guess now folks are just kind of thinking, hey, I, we don't need that. I mean, maybe just partial <laughs> partial housekeeping, but I'd like to know what you think. Let me know what you guys think about that. But across the board, it's kind of like a 50-50 proposition as to whether or not folks, you know, really need housekeeping. All right, let's get, let's get onto this topic here about over-tourism and whether or not you'll be welcome 
for your Hawaii vacation because there's a lot of noise out there. And when I say noise, I mean a lot of big voices that talk about over-tourism. And quite frankly, some of these social media posts are getting on my nerves claiming that people are not welcome here, you know, or that residents here or native, you know, a lot of times they'll say native Hawaiians don't want tourists to come to Hawaii. Well, first of all, native Hawaiian population is very small. And while I can understand native Hawaiians and the, and also the plight of native Hawaiians, I mean, this is a serious topic about whether or not the land was stolen and all of that. I mean, I am going to say that all of that happened. I'm not even talking about that. But one of the things that is starting to really get on my nerves is that there seems to be a vocal minority of people that are claiming that we don't want tourists here. Now, I consider myself a local, okay? I've been here for 25 to 26 years, and yes, I'm in the travel business, okay? So right away, that I lose credibility. Right away, you have to say, oh, Bruce is in the travel industry. His life depends on the travel industry. And so, of course, he's going to say that people don't, you know, it's not true that people don't want folks to come here and visit the islands. Well, you know what? I am biased. But at the same time, I think I'm pretty objective about this because I have been a very organic guy when it comes to booking Hawaii vacations. I've never I've never fed into the corporate mentality when it comes to booking vacations. I've always, and our, the philosophy of our company has always been to connect people from around the world with actual people that live here in the islands. So I've been respectful of it. We've been respectful of it. And the people around me have been respectful of it. Now, I think there is something to be said about over-tourism, and I think it was all highlighted during the pandemic. And I think what happened was locals and people here got to see what it's like without tourism. And this was, it was kind of a nice place to be, right? And I think this happens anywhere. It's happened in so many destinations you're hearing about this over-tourism problem and, and what to do about it. More recently, the HTA, which is kind of like the, the body that markets Hawaii, they recently gave their major marketing budget to a Hawaiian organization. The HTA awards the U.S. market brand management contract to the Council for Native Hawaiian Advancement. So you have to ask yourself, what motivates this? Now, I think... Part of HTA's philosophy is that they really want to drive home to consumers and to you. And I, I support this. It's the idea of Malama Hawaii. That means to, be, to really respect the land, to understand the culture, and to understand how important this, these islands are to all of us, how we're all interconnected, and how important it is to Malama Hawaii. But I have to say that it feels political in a sense because... I think they may be doing this to kind of almost be politically correct, if that's the, the right word. And, you know, I, I know I can get a lot of negative feedback about this, you know, but I'm just wondering what is motivating this? Because if it was me doing it and I was on top, I would just say, you know, Hawaii really doesn't need to advertise a whole lot. You know, let, let's, let's Hawaii promote itself and let Hawaii and its people people like me who care about these islands and others who live here and work here and depend on this economy, let us tell the story. Let us say whether or not, uh, we, we, you know, tourism and tourists are accepted in these islands. So I just am questioning what the motivation is here. And, and, and first of all, they have no experience in this. There's, you know, nothing in 
that I know of about the CH, the CNHA, the Native Hawaiian Advance, uh, Native Hawaiian Advancement Council. I don't even know who they are. I mean, that doesn't take, that doesn't mean anything that I don't know about it. But the RFP went out and they awarded now the the president of HTA, uh, Freeze. He's you know very Hawaiian guy, and I think. You know, we have to watch this closely and see what that's going to be. But I can tell you that if you're booking your Hawaii vacation, the overwhelming majority of people here will love that you're here. Not just because of the money, but because we love sharing this place. I don't know where we've gotten off the path here. That the you know you talk to anybody that lives here, you talk about how much pride we have in this place that we live, and how much we love to share it. I I can go on vacation, I can stop anywhere. I just say I'm from Hawaii, and I love talking about it. Everybody that lives here loves talking about it. We love sharing the islands, and the word of Aloha is 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 embraces that. So of course, there's been you know the over tourism. I think it's getting I think it's getting a little bit out of hand how much it's getting amplified because we had a long time we had 2 years here to look at this problem of over tourism and some te- some steps were taken and I was at, I was out here a lot talking about it how important it was to put in important regulations like toggling back how many people go to Hanauma Bay and now Diamond Head. And sure enough, this is what's happening. And I think these are the things that are helpful. You need reservations to get to certain places. You need to make sure that you've done your research and your homework. I mean, part of my planning and, and when we help you to book a vacation, one of the overriding facts and things that I talk about is the fact to plan ahead. In fact, I just got a one of my clients who I've been trying to prepare for months just wrote me today and said, Bruce, we'll be here in a few days. What are we going to do? <laughs> After I send them all the links, everything, go, please plan ahead because people still think in their mind they're going to wing it. They're going to come to Hawaii and when I get there, I'll decide. And that's just plain crazy because you're going to have some disappointed people in your family and yourself if you have not planned ahead, including restaurants, everything. So when I'm planning for folks, I plan, I, I, and I want you to do that too. I want to make sure that you plan, you know, in advance. Don't be winging it. Oh, I saw a great air for Hawaii. Well, I'll just go tomorrow and then think you're going to have like the perfect vacation. It just doesn't work that way in Hawaii anymore. So please plan ahead. And as far as over tourism, yes, we're looking at these things. But I promise you, if you come here and you are just a respectful tourist, um, visitor to our state, you might even consider getting involved in some volunteerism, which they're pushing, pushing, pushing. And, you know, <laughs> I think a lot of people are not going to, like, go to work when they come here to, uh, on vacation. So it's, it's a tough sell, you know, <laughs> to be talking about volunteerism. But I don't think it's a tough sell to remind folks how important it is to value this place, to be respectful, and to just not do stupid things. I mean, that's what I tell people, you know, some people write me, well, how do I be respectful? Well, just don't do anything stupid. You know, don't like throw trash on the ground. Don't do something that you wouldn't do in your own home, right? So please, as you start to book your Hawaii vacation and you start to work with us, do not let that noise interfere with you actually coming to Hawaii because I don't think it is, I don't think it's a rational fear. 
I really don't. Granted, I'm a guy who depends on tourism, but I really don't. I don't have to do this job, just so you know. I mean, I love doing it. And why do I love doing it? Because I love sharing the islands, and I love sh help. I love putting smiles on people's faces. I get a tremendous amount of satisfaction working with folks in their happy place, helping them book a Hawaii vacation. And that's why we're the folks you should be working with, not Expedia, not the big OTAs. Stop listening to all these social media freaks that don't know anything at all, really. They don't know what they're talking about. They have no idea where the good deals are. You can just go crazy looking at the stuff on, on the internet and YouTube videos. You know, I'm almost fed up with it myself, even though I do it. <laughs> but, you know, uh, on the lighter side, just know that we're here for you and we're going to make sure that you have a great vacation. And now's the time to get involved and get booking and get working on it. All right, so that's my lecture for today. I hope that helps you out. <laughs> Don't forget to check out our website, hawaii-aloha.com. Also, if you want to, you know, Malama Hawaii, you want to check out our sister site, our tour company, Secret Hawaii Tours, because all we do is specialty tours, private or semi-private tours, where you get a guide that knows the island like the back of their hand. They're born here, and they love sharing. You want to get some aloha spirit? You want to see how much... We love folks to visit our islands. We'll get on one of our tours at secrethawaiitours.com. Also, um, just reach out to me, Bruce at hawaii-aloha.com or support at hawaii-aloha.com. Get over to our Facebook pages, get involved, ask questions, and reach out to me. I would love to hear from you. All right. Hopefully, Yaling will be back next time. For my beautiful wife, Yaling, and all of us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel, I'll say aloha and mahalo.